You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk more Fear the Walking Dead Season 7. It is back. It yeah. feels like it has not been gone very long. I right. know I know. last time we talked, you're like, I don't remember how the season ended, or I don't mm-hmm. remember much about how Season 6 ended. For me, it was like super fresh in my mind. Oh, I was reminded immediately in the first episode. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Crazy beard, crazy beard Unabomber guy drops a bunch of nukes. And how did everyone survive? Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't get answers to those questions. Not immediately, no. Uh, No, but we are here to talk about the first two episodes. As we record this, episode two is airing tonight as we record it so mm-hmm. potential mm-hmm. spoilers but i have a feeling this episode will probably be released after episode two airs so i think mm-hmm. you're probably safe so season seven episode one is called the beacon and in the beacon we are introduced to will uh a survivor living in the wasteland of the aftermath of teddy's nuclear blast mm-hmm. and he's basically scavenging for food uh has to eventually settle for a dead possum although i would imagine that the possum is probably completely irradiated as long yeah, like, I, as I, well I, as everything I else and how he didn't get take the cans but did take the dead possum i was like what <laughs> yes his <laughs> his day in and out is essentially living out of this van and scavenging he's got a suit and a mask on i to presumably protect from the radiation at least as much as possible Mm -hmm. and um after he settles for this possum dinner uh he sort of just breaks down around a campfire when he's confronted by a group of individuals that uh, he is afraid of but seemingly want to help him he runs away from them but trips and knocks himself out on a log when he wakes up uh he is in a compound where they are you know giving him the old radiation treatment uh, spraying them down, scrubbing them, all that stuff. Um, trying to scrub all the all that nuclear waste off of them, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he is in an elevator. And then immediately I knew where we were. We were in yep. the building where we left with Strand, where he met that fancy fellow who is uh, mm-hmm. living, living in the apocalypse, but collecting all those historical uh, artifacts and stuff. Right. Some time has passed. I'm not exactly sure how much time. It looks like a long time. It feels like a lot of time has passed. <laughs> Several months, at least. And uh, Will meets Strand after trying to at least... He tries to escape his captors, but then runs into Strand, who feeds him. And all he wants is information about who he's seen, who uh, he's talked to, living or dead. You know, that sort of thing. And he gives them information, uh, at least to to a degree. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Strand takes him on a tour of the tower, the, the community that he has developed in between season six and season seven. And he shows him like this rooftop garden and like, you know, all, all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. People are doing yoga. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> It's the as you do. Not not only is it the zombie apocalypse, Aurora, but now it is the zombie nuclear apocalypse yes. as well. It's a yeah. double apocalypse. So yeah. what else would you do except for rooftop yoga? Yeah, um, I agree. That's my first thought uh, <laughs> as well. So Strand and Will, uh, they gather. Uh, eventually, they gather. He he talks to him a little bit and tells him about his desire to find Alicia, and they gather a posse. They head out. To find her. And uh, he asks why Will hasn't returned to his settlement. And he says he was kicked out. But he's been trying to find a way to make it up to his people. And uh, Will takes the posse to his van. Which is under a sheltered overpass. And Strand asks him again why he left his safe tower. Uh, or he Will asks Strand why he left the safe tower to look mm-hmm. for Alicia. And... Uh, Will is the one who sort of maybe pieces together that he's like Alicia is important to him or that he wants to maybe save her or rescue Mm -hmm. her perhaps. Yeah. And um, so Strand asks Will where Alicia is, but Will insists he does not know her. Strand sees a business card for the Franklin Hotel and guesses Mm -hmm. that's where Teddy took Alicia, which... Of course, that is where he did take her in Mm -hmm. season six. Will finally admits that he knows her. Strand says that he wants to find her to show her that she was wrong. He jumps out of the van and rides off on a horse. So Strand eventually reaches the lighthouse. Inside, he finds the map to the Franklin Hotel. Will then corners him. Strand says that he wants to find Alicia to show her again that uh, his instincts were right. Will observes that the tower residents feared him. And that he can't lead a community on his own. So, you know how Strand is. He can't mm-hmm. take that sort of shit. So he tackles Will. He escapes and goes to the outside and finds the lighthouse surrounded by walkers and recognizes the walkers as residents of Alicia's bunker. So something has gone astray. Um, Strand grabs an axe to kill them. He pours Will pours fuel into a generator to power the lighthouse beacon. Thus the clever name of this episode. Providing yep. light to fight the walkers. Eventually the generator loses power and Strand has to fight them in the darkness. Um, so they eventually get to the bunker, but it has been long deserted. Mm-hmm. And he finds a note that Alicia... Will finds a note that Alicia has left for him. And all it says is Padre. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he says that that he tells Strand that that represents the possibility of something better. He says that he'd hoped he would find it first, so that Alicia would not have to. Uh, and Strand realizes that Will loved Alicia, so ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, that uh, you know maybe Alicia will find their way t- to them instead. Right. Uh, you know how it is with these walkers. They see uh, they see lights. They see beacons. They head towards them. Uh, you know how zombies are. Strand, yeah. Howard, and Will end up on the tower roof where the beacon is shining. Walkers gather in the parking lot below. Attracted to the light, 
Will predicts Alicia will follow the light to find them, and Strand remarks that leaders fail when they are too attached to people. And then at this point, Will realizes the beacon is not meant to draw Alicia, but rather to keep everyone else away. And Strand's like, oh, you're super smart, and then hurls him off the roof. Yep. Uh, Howard then asks if he should send a ranger to photograph Will, but Strand says no one is looking for him. Howard says the light may draw Strand's old friends. Strand then says they will have to get through the walkers. And then on the ground below, Will uh, is slowly turning into a walker himself. So what did you think of the season seven premiere? I can't believe it's been seven years. Yeah. (laughs) This episode was very interesting. Yeah, it was. the I did not expect Strand to be the villain. I mean, the show. I get I, he was always like selfish and yes. you know, thinking about himself, but I didn't see him becoming like a villain. Yeah, <laughs> like I, an actual I, villain. I always felt him capable of it. Right. He always right. seemed to straddle the line a little bit. Um, yeah. Sometimes peering over the edge a little bit, but never like fully. Right, uh, like never fully engaging. I think he found that the, the clothes that he's wearing is like a general. I think he found that, and he was like, "Oh, okay, now I can be a villain. I, I am. I have the outfit. <laughs> he has permission. <laughs> yes, I have a sword. I have this hat. Yeah. It's this is this is it. Like full transformation. <laughs> like yeah, like when an actor puts on like their costume and their makeup. Like I, I yes. am the role now. Yes. yes. Yeah, I was very impressed about the you know the the everything he built actually because like i said there's people doing yoga there's people painting they have an amazing garden in the rooftop and i was like whoa okay like he offers will like a full plate of spaghetti that looks delicious it really did look good (laughs) yeah and like some scotch or bourbon or something yeah yes i am sad Mm -hmm. that will died because i really like that character i love yeah yes he was so good and i i hope I, I was kind of hoping he would like continue the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as I saw him go to that roof. Oh yeah. Even even before they talked about Alicia. Mm-hmm. Like the first time he went on that roof with Strand, I was like, that guy's gonna be thrown off that roof. <laughs> yeah. Already, Str- so. Str- <laughs> Str- the wheels in Strand's head were like, Yeah, this yes. is definitely high enough. I could throw him off of here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it didn't surprise me when it happened. I was like, Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> um Yeah, I I thought the same thing about Will. Like, it's a good twist. Because mm-hmm. they spent a lot of real estate on this character, uh, right? The whole, the whole cold, and it was a long cold open. It was like mm-hmm. I don't know, like seven or eight minutes or whatever. It felt like of of cold open where it's just this guy and his day to day routine, and we spent so much time. And the whole episode is really his episode with Strand, yeah, and. I mean, I think it was there. Ultimately, I think it was there to just establish Strand as the quasi-villain for this season. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Build this character that the fans or viewers or whatever can can watch and like a little bit. But not like a main character uh, for like a shock kill. But build it up enough where you feel like... Is this going to be somebody we see recurring throughout the mm-hmm. the show? Mm-hmm. And then splat. Oh, no, he's not. Uh, yeah. What a jerk that strand is. And mm-hmm. I think it did its job. Uh, I Yeah, I, I'm still... 
I'm not terribly surprised because he always had that. Um, there's always threads of yeah, a villain yeah. in there, but and he's hun- he's done some very shitty things throughout oh. the seasons. So, oh yeah, you know, like from it's season not one, that he's an he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in some ways, I'm a little surprised it's taken him this long to embrace the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, here we are finally. You know, better late than never. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and I, I, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, where and this is this goes for Fear the Walking Dead, like every Walking Dead show. Yeah, where do people put their horses? When a horde of zombies come. Right? I feel like every time, you know, they fight a bunch of zombies and Mm. then they get in their horse and they go back. And I'm like, why didn't the zombies eat the horse? (laughs) Where was the horse? I feel like Aurora, I feel like the answer is is Spider-Man. And let me explain. Uh, (laughs) People have often asked, like, when Spider-Man is like in the middle of nowhere, what the hell is he like flinging his web onto and swinging from? And somebody's like, you just got to imagine a bunch of like helicopters just out of frame that he's like swinging off of. That's their sole purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like they're just there for him to swing off of. Like when there's no buildings around, they're like, what is he? How is he doing that? Um, yeah. I feel like just off camera, Aurora is just a giant horse, like a stable. And all the horses are safely locked inside, preventing zombies from getting to them. And we just I never guess because see because there was a scene in the lighthouse where they're fighting zombies in the fog. Mm-hmm. And then they leave on horseback. Like, yeah. they leave in, the, in a horse. And I was like, where was the horse? Yeah, in the in the slightly off-a-frame uh, horse stable that they're, they're, they're just all over the place, Aurora. They're everywhere yeah. now. Uh, and also, uh, what is up with that fog? Where are they? It's a <laughs> lot fog of fog. The fog was so dense. It was so dense. I thought someone uh, threw like a smoke bomb. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're like, look, we're by a lighthouse and fog happens by lighthouses. So I that guess. makes sense. Um, and it was so much fog. I mean, it was so much fog. But yeah, I don't know. I, to me, it's like. Again, it's like the off-camera. It's like the off-camera horse stable. Like uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 it makes sense if you think about it. Like in, like in the real world, Aurora, there's like a, a Starbucks or a McDonald's everywhere you turn. But there's no use for those things in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> but what is useful is horse stables. So there's probably yep. like horse stables everywhere now. They're just off-camera slightly. Uh, or keep... maybe horses are smarter than people and they know where to hide. <laughs> yeah. The, despite being much larger than humans, they're much they're also much better at hiding from yeah. zombies. Yeah. That's the that's the only explanation I can think of. <laughs> I fully approve of that explanation. I'm here for that one. Um <laughs> any <laughs> any other thoughts on the season seven premiere? And what would you um, give it? I'm going to give it a four. Okay. I liked it. Um, Mm -hmm. It wasn't amazing, but it was a good start. Okay. Uh, I went, I felt like, I don't know. I don't know what mood I was in, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get, I went three and three quarters. I went with a pettier score where it's like, I'm going to claim intangibles here that are preventing it from giving it a four. Uh, Mm -hmm. I liked it. It was good. But um, uh, maybe maybe it's like a sour taste in my mouth from like how aimless the main Walking Dead story seems to feel at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, uh, but in my head, I'm like, give me something to sink my teeth into. 
Um, I mean, we do have high expectations for Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. I feel like, on the whole, we've enjoyed this show much more, especially in the last couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, But yeah, I liked it. Uh, It was a a good opening. Um, uh, But also, like these first couple of episodes are kind of traditional Walking Dead openings, right? It's the standard... Uh, group is together by the end group is split at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season we see where group is before they get regrouped right um that's yeah. kind of standard play for the walking dead and we get more of that in season seven episode <laughs> two called six hours and all i have in front of me aurora because this episode is yet to air mm-hmm. and also because uh I watched this episode shortly before consuming probably too much to drink. Uh, (laughs) All I know of this plot is literally what's in front of me right now, which says as Morgan, Grace and Mo, I forget the baby's name is Mo. Mo. Yeah. I had forgotten that the baby's name is Mo. (laughs) And I watched this whole episode to me, to me, it's Morgan, Grace and screaming child. Uh, Cause that's basically it. Uh, As Morgan, Grace and screaming child struggle to adapt to life on the submarine, a food shortage forces them to face the nuclear fallout outside the sub. That's all I've got. And quite frankly, that is what happens in the episode. That, that it's, yeah. But as far as yes. the particulars go, mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember. Was the baby taken from them at some point? I remember like yes. a group of other survivors that are like, it's our so- baby. So they find this couple. Okay. So they, so, okay, let me back up. Aurora, yeah, walk me, handhold me through this episode, please. So Morgan was, was somehow building a car that would protect them from I have zero memory of this. I don't, yeah. (laughs) I don't know what science goes behind what he did, but apparently being inside that car. Yeah. (laughs) Zombie science, I guess. Um, So they all get in the car and then they start driving. They're trying to drive out of the the radiation area yes or where the you know the bombs uh, landed mm-hmm. um on their way uh there's a moment where they have like a cassette tape yeah. and the the tape that grace had uh recorded for athena mm-hmm. starts playing and yes. she freaks out yeah and they crash the car mm-hmm. and that's where they, they find this other couple that claim that mo is their baby yes so they take Mo. They this clearly African American baby. Yeah, it's being it's, claimed by these obviously white, white people. Yes, white white couple. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, they end up together because the car like needs to. Uh, they need to change the tire. Swarmed by zombies, and so they end up together this whole time. Mm-hmm. And short, uh, long story short, it turns out that the 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 dad had killed their actual baby. Hmm. And the baby had turned, and they had it in like a like a bag. Mm-hmm. And Morgan kills the baby. <laughs> which... Oh my God! Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. By the way, I cannot believe that happened. Word to the wise, everybody: don't drink too much vodka, okay? Because <laughs> you're, I, you literally said that, and I'm like, I, my heart is breaking right now. Like it's the first time I've heard this. I watched this episode yes. a couple yeah. of hours ago, Aurora. Yeah, Morgan sees the the bag moving, and then he pieces it together, and he's like, "Oh, you need to like kill your baby to let it go." Yeah, and the mom is like, "No, don't do it." And Morgan Morgan literally shoots the baby. Shot the baby? 
Yes. Oh my god. I everyone everyone now listening is like he doesn't watch the episodes at all. Uh that's not true. I watched it. I just didn't retain any of it thanks to yeah. alcohol. And then, you know, he some he gets to tell Grace through like uh, I'm I'm not going to go into the details, but he tells mm. Grace that, you know, the dad will kill the baby. We will mm. kill Mo. So yeah. Grace kills the dad too. So this woman <laughs> now has no husband. Yeah, it's a bad day for her. <laughs> Yes, and then the they leave her behind. Yes. They leave her behind, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Morgan. Yes. What are you doing? He said something about, you know, I feel bad leaving her behind. And Grace is like, no, she needs to, you know, spend time with the, the last, the, 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 the time she has left, she wants to spend it with her husband and baby. And I was like, what? They're gone. <laughs> yeah. There's no time to spend. You just left, the, you just left her to die. Yeah. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yes. Yeah, so um, that's the the main core of the episode. It, there yes. was a lot of like references to um, Grace rejecting Mo and wanting yes. to kind of die because she okay. is, she feels like she's replacing Athena with Mo. Yes, this is what this is what I strongly took away from this episode. Mm -hmm. To me, this was like the core of the episode was Grace's coming to. Um, basically her her awakening essentially right. because uh I, I referred to mo as like the screaming child but it was it, it, it they did a good job with the crying because at some point it was getting on my nerves <laughs> yeah i mean like i can't stand to hear babies cry like it was very uh frustrating yeah my instinct is like pick up the baby hold the baby sing to the baby rock the baby like mm -hmm. i don't want them to cry um but the th the thing is, is like Mo needs to be comforted and Grace is afraid to accept because right. of like the loss of her actual baby, like the loss of Athena is too close. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know if it's Morgan that suggests singing to her or whatever, right. yep. but Grace is like, I can't like, she just, it's too close. It's just too mm -hmm. close to all of it. It's too personal. And yep. Mo doesn't feel like her baby. And um, it's actually the best thing in this episode to me. Uh, yeah. Not just because it's the only thing I can remember, Aurora, but also <laughs> e even if I remembered everything else, I love the concept of sometimes people's families don't work out so great. Right, and right. in instances like that, people sort of get to choose their family and mm -hmm. the magic of it is that it works. If you choose your family, yeah. they choose you back. Like that's it. That's all it takes mm -hmm. for family to be family. And she was just afraid to take those steps. Maybe she was afraid of like how she would feel about it or, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, all those things. But eventually there's this beautiful moment where she just sings to Mo. She sings the mm -hmm. song that she would have sung to Athena and it calms right. Mo down finally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. I loved yep. it. See everybody. I did watch the episode. <laughs> I just didn't remember when Morgan shot a zombie baby. <laughs> I think I should have remembered that, but I didn't. You know remember. what? And let, let's say allegedly because he allegedly. just saw a bag moving. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Any, there could have been rats in that bag. It could. It could be anything. It could have been potatoes. Then the bag just shifted a little bit. That's we don't know. We don't know that Aurora. Yeah. yeah. 
You yep. could have just shot a bunch of potatoes. There, there could just be potatoes with holes in, like holes. Now I have, holes in them. I have to talk about my my the the thing that I didn't like about this episode. Okay, which was the end. All right, <laughs> because uh, turn a uh, huge turn of events. Uh, the the Strands group finds Morgan mm-hmm. at the end. Um, they they go because Morgan and Grace go back to the submarine. Um, and then. Strands people somehow find them and they offer Grace to go to Strands Tower. Yeah. Um, they don't offer it to Morgan. They say Morgan is not invited. Um, and Grace is like, no, I'm not going. And then Morgan says, why don't you take the baby? Which Grace said, absolutely not. So Strands people leave. They stay in the submarine. Mo starts, uh, what is it? Crawl- no, it's not crawling. <laughs> is it crawling? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, ish. Anyway, Mole goes <laughs> o- uh, over like some piece of like rug, and they notice that there's like a, a compartment there, and they open it, and it's full of cans of powdered milk. Oh yeah. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Very convenient. How convenient. <laughs> I mean, the Aurora. one thing that you've been looking for this whole time in this wasted land. Just, it was under your feet. There's just tons of it. Yeah, I, I, I was like, no, this, this is making me upset. <laughs> I don't know, Roy. For me, that gives me hope in case I ever encounter a zombie nuclear I apocalypse. Guess. I mean, why would a submarine have so much powder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, look, I, I well, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a less, it's a, it's a lesser known fact, but it is a fact, Aurora, that. Uh, nobody loves powdered milk more than sailors. Uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, ask any sailor; they'll they'll tell you how much they love powdered milk. Uh, <laughs> it's just their it's their jam. They they put it on everything. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Aurora, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me right, either. It doesn't I was, make any sense. I was trying to help. I was try- I was trying I to don't... help Andrew Chambliss and Ian Goldberg, the writers of this episode. I was trying to help them out. <laughs> Um, I was all on board like the whole episode. I was like, okay, this episode is nice. And then yeah. that happened and I was like, wait, what? And then we had the, the last scene mm-hmm. where I don't know if I'm not remembering things correctly or if, if, or if this is new, but there's this guy that has a head of a zombie. Yeah. He's that, like... And, and the, the, the box says Morgan Jones. Yes. And he opens it and he takes out a, a zombie head. Yeah. He refers, to like, it, he refers to it as his brother. Right. Is this this is a new? Uh, am I missing something? Is this a new character? I don't know. I I don't remember. I feel like he <laughs> is a new character. I want to say he's a new character. It, it it felt to me like he was alluding to the fact that Morgan stole this guy's identity, his mm-hmm. brother's identity. I don't know. It's I, possible. I, it was a weird scene. I, I feel it, like. It ended like that. Like, I don't know what's happening. To me, what, to me, what I gathered, unless I was supposed to remember who this person was, in which case, I'm sorry, listeners, I'm terrible at my job. I don't know. I don't remember. But Aurora <laughs> doesn't remember either, so that works no. for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we are both terrible at our job. <laughs> yes! Uh, that is... <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing that is uh, abs- at least you know at Aurora. If we're gonna if we're gonna drive off the cliff together, at least it's <laughs> it, at least it's loudly proclaiming we don't do our jobs very we good. Don't do our job, yes. Um, I don't remember this character, but the gist that I was able to get was my feeling is that this uh, was a this guy's brother, but also I feel like somebody that Morgan perhaps killed 
and this guy is like oh wait 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 mm-hmm. is the guy that is that the the, the bounty hunter the the guy that um <gasps> it could be the bounty hunter because he has the dog yes right it maybe he's be. the brother of the guy that uh morgan killed that mm-hmm. had the dog i don't I f- know i feel like we i feel like we we just did it right there <laughs> i don't know if that's accurate but <laughs> the dog gave me a hint i don't know i don't know who that guy is i mean i want to say i want to say we are 100 percent correct uh <laughs> i mean look we uh I'm not accounting for the fact that we're going to get episodes after this that could very easily disprove us. But for now, Aurora, I'm going to very firmly plant my feet on the ground and say, yes, that is the correct assessment of this situation. (laughs) That is the brother of the bounty hunter. (laughs) Yes, I think that that Morgan beheaded him, right? I think so. Yeah, with with the axe. The axe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's it. That's got to be what it is. And as unsure as we sound right now, when it is proven to be true, we will claim absolute superior knowledge about this program uh, when that is confirmed. Mm-hmm. And if it is not confirmed, oh, then we I shall think, never speak I about it. I think it's true, though. I think it's true because then that's the box that they sent Virginia <gasps> to make her think that Morgan was dead. Look at so, us yes. thinking through stuff, Aurora. Yes, we figured it out. We're good at our jobs. <laughs> I take it back. We're good at our jobs. Yeah, we're so good. We're the best at the best Walking Dead podcast there is. Um. <laughs> Meanwhile, people listening are like, yeah, we knew all of this. Yeah, yeah guys. Uh, we, we read the news and stuff. <laughs> Only one of us has been drinking, ladies and gentlemen. Uh I feel somewhat accomplished. Okay. Yes, uh, yes. Final thoughts on episode two and what would you give it? I gave this one a four as well. Mm-hmm. I really liked the whole episode up until the point where they found all that powdered milk. That just took me out of it. <laughs> powdered milk gate. <laughs> yes. That was too much. That was too much. I know that this show and the mm-hmm. Walking Dead main show rely a lot in the convenient things to happen. But that was that one was way too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to show you how good I am at my job, Aurora, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, everybody heard me, right? Like, I, I barely remembered anything about this episode, <laughs> yet here in front of me, written down uh, digitally on my phone, I have written four. Uh, so <laughs> I, too, have given this episode a four. I must have really liked it. Uh, you know what? I, I feel like we need a new shirt that's powdered milk gate. oh don't tempt me i've been i've been tempted already to make new shirts today um we'll talk about we'll talk about the walking dead shirts there's like three of them now on the Mm -hmm. merch store um so yeah everybody in fact we're gonna get there real quick that's the podcast for this week everybody uh in the meantime head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of this show And we are also a listener-supported podcast, and there are a couple of different ways that you can support us. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly, and the aforementioned merch store, geeklymerch.com, where there is not one, not two, but three Hear the Walking Dead-themed shirts. There's the the logo shirt, there's the uh, uh, Tobias Lives shirt, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the Give Us Clementine shirt. Yes. Uh, and some of those things are even available in like mug form and maybe even Tumblr form as well. Um, but they're on there in like as hoodies and tank tops and uh, t-shirts mm-hmm. and stuff as well. 
all at geeklymerch.com. All of those links are in the show notes for this uh, episode. Also, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead, hit subscribe, and that way you can join us next time to hear us talk about more Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 3, called Cindy Hawkins. Cindy Hawkins.